Never had it so good. 101.1 radio, the best R&B and hip hop music. The Quiet Storm every Friday and Saturday. Talk radio with the best host in the business. 
Sports Talk Radio every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1 and it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. You know, it is very difficult, if not impossible, uh, to deal with some of the tragedies that exist around us. And we know and are aware that there are some tragedies that cannot be avoided. Uh, but it hurts so much when people put their lives at risk uh, for no apparent reason other than to entertain themselves and others. You know, I, I was talking to my daughter and I was telling her that we live knowing that at some point in time that we're going to have to die. We live knowing that it will not be at the, the most convenient time. We live knowing that our hearts will be broken in a lot of different ways by a lot of different people because life ends in death. But as I go around trying to find information or articles or hit the news to talk about, when I stumble on things like I stumbled on today, it is just so painful beyond 
description. I have no knowledge of the three people that were in this car. I don't know them personally, but my heart aches for everybody around them and the three people in the car and everybody who had to, you know, it was just painful just to read the article and to view the video and to have your heart put at such pain was so ridiculous because of the value of the lives that were going to be changed so dramatically because of what took place. I had to share this with those of you who are part of my radio audience. I had to share it with people uh, I know because it was just too important to let the value of what was lost not be given its opportunity to make the difference in people's lives. This is one of the reasons why we have to fight the number of senseless deaths that are caused in our country each and every day. We cannot continue to think it's okay for everybody to buy a gun and not have commercials on on a regular basis that talk about the senseless deaths that take place in our society. At what point does the Second Amendment cause too much loss of life for it to remain intact the way it is? I am just furious with the thought that people find it so easy to believe that these lives are inconsequential. Um, Nate, what what is your thought? We talked a little bit back and forth. What what is your thought about this senseless death and what you what you felt when you first saw it? You know, when I when I looked at it, I actually I debated on do I even want to watch it at first because I knew it was going to end up just you know senseless. But I said, let me go ahead and watch it anyways, and. You know, I'm looking at it, and we it just it's it's it, 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 it I was just their attitude was treat life like a video game. You know, hit the reset button, but when she pulled that trigger, it happened so fast they didn't even realize what had not happened. You know, the other dude he jumped out of the car, scared him. The, the girl she didn't know what had not happened. That's that's and that's combat. It's just that fast. It don't take that much pressure to pull the trigger. People don't understand that. It doesn't take that amount of pressure to pull the trigger. And to sit there and watch him lay over and having blood and brain matter seeping out of his head. You know, I've seen that overseas too many times. And to see it here, and here is just senseless. You know, and I was debating, like I was texting you earlier, I was debating on should I, even, should I show my kids this because – I don't want them to get so fascinated with guns without having them thinking, without them showing ahead, this is the consequences. That man is dead. He ain't coming back. 
this is what happens when you don't take responsibility for guns. And like you said before, you know, why they're not showing commercials? That should be a commercial on TV. I guarantee you it would get a lot of people attention. It would get a lot of people offended and everything because I am offended because that's a life now that can't be, you know, that can't be given back. Now, three lives don't got um, messed up, and, you know, including the ones who've seen the video because if that don't touch you, something is wrong. Something is clearly wrong. But the thing that bothers me the most is why did they think it was okay, not just to make the video, but make a video playing with the gun? That's the part I don't understand. It was the mindset. What were you thinking? Were you trying to be cool in front of everybody? What 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 was your message? Who you was trying to impress? Because see now I don't know if that young lady gonna face uh, charges for firing up uh, for for. Shooting that young man, I don't know if the other guy's going to uh, get charged with accessory. I don't know what's going to happen to them, but their they lives are forever changed. And it's sad because this does not have to happen. And I hope this video, even though as, as, as graphic it is, I hope this video circulates more and it gets, goes viral to give people an idea what what's need, what needs to be done now to change things around because life is so precious. And I'm 47. I understand I might be the baby of the bunch, but I value life. I, I don't even carry a gun. You know, I've been in the military for 23 years. I don't even have a weapon and everything just for that reason right there. Thank you, James. Uh, D, um, how, how, you know, when we're talking about tragedies, we're trying to avoid and then we see these kind of tragedies. How can we think we can be successful with the tragedies that involve people making a decision when we have so many tragedies with people doing nonsense? Well, good evening, everybody, and uh, hello, Nate. Good, good to have you back there, buddy. Um, Thank you. Hello, James. James, you know, we, we talked about uh, this uh, scenario or this uh, underlying issue uh, about a month ago when uh, you asked the question about how is it that uh, the people uh, in charge, like the, uh, the IRA, I like to call them special interest. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and call that. People that have a special interest, uh, and, and, and the NRA is one of them, uh, how they can – not put two and two together to know that inevitably we're going we're going to come to four, and it's because um, my assumption was, which is a theory, that uh, all these incidents are is only considered to them as being collateral damage, mm-hmm. because when uh, you know uh, when they was talking about this uh, a month ago. Uh, he's and and he and myself we we term these firearms the same way. We don't term them as firearms. We term them we term them as weapons. Weapons. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so and so and, and and that puts me in the mind of that the, the NRA is is in bed with the uh the industry of weapon making. Not only just firearms, the weapons all together. That's why they they so easily can turn a blind eye to 
the the incident that come about on a readily. They they don't want to they don't don't want to recognize that because weaponry as, as as well as warfare is big. Yep. And they are and they are bad partners. All right. So now, but when it comes down to these young folk uh, not understanding the value of life, uh, it has been my uh, assumption. Well, it's been my uh, my opinion that they don't have any longevity uh, in life. If they live to be 30, 35 and 40 is old to them. And so they um, they just don't have the same respect for life as we do. I, I'll come up with a new saying when I come in, in, in the contact with young people. My saying to them now, my message to them uh, without failure is don't burn your candle too fast. Right. Because if you if you burn your candle so fast, when you come to to a point where you do have a respect for life, by the time you're 35 and 40, um, you will have abused yourself in such a way that life won't have the value that you would that one would want them to have. And thirdly, um, uh, we, uh, you know, the the message that we have to convey our plate is full people that understand what it is that we're dealing with and and the things that we're trying to protect and uh and that's young life as being one of them uh our plate is full uh we have a lot of work to do and and fourthly if i can slide this in do not do not go without protesting the right where they're trying to legalize marijuana don't do it, because see, this is one of those instances when people have the the freedom to get high. All that does is just fuel situation, and it numbs down the senses of responsibility. And I think that's something that really needs to be looked at. Thank you, James. Reverend Smith, it is so many different directions that we can go in with this video. And uh, I'm not sure if one show will be enough. But what I'm trying to talk about is we usually, when there is something that is a major problem when it comes to human health, we are usually trying to put advertisements on the television to keep young people or keep people from indulging themselves in the danger of that particular subject. So my question to you as a law enforcement officer, NRA has allowed thousands of people to be killed because they won't allow there to be public commercials related to the danger of guns and the gun violence. And so we have people playing with weapons across the country, not understanding and not seeing the detriment that can be caused by their mistakes. And if we are willing to talk about driving while drunk, uh, the detriment of cigarettes 
why can't we talk about the accidental death caused by immature use of weapons? James, good evening to everyone. We're on a subject once again that I I feel kind of numb about because I've seen it happen so much. But at the same time, I'm not going to fault the NRA and anybody else anymore. I'm faulting we the people. We the people who have become just like me, numb to the fact that nobody is standing up to the situation. We put these people in Congress and other places that have the power to put a halt to a lot of this stuff. We put this nut that we got in there now, and he deregulated a whole lot of a whole lot of stuff that was not reg- that was did not need to be deregulated. Our our lives are changed forever because we have set back like we did with taking prayer out of the schools and let one woman. Here we got 360 or more million people in the United States, and we sit there and let one woman speak up and take prayer out of the schools. And that's usually the way it is because Mm -hmm. we the people won't stand up and rail against any of the foolishness. We are sitting back and allowing our congressmen and senators to speak for us. Now, all of a sudden, we got a whole new generation out there who is saying enough is enough is enough. You old folks need to go home and sit down because you haven't done anything but destroy this world as it was and as it is. And and we have. We've allowed everything that because of a dollar bill. The young people are not into money like we were or like we are. They want money, but not their way, not the way that we're getting. So now here we are watching all of this. They're not, they're not about to put anything on no television about guns being this. That's like it took for years for them to put on something on there about smoking. But the people mm-hmm. got to stand up. The people got to stand up. We, we, we want everybody else to stand up. We, we out here, not just us one or two but the entirety of people. That's what the Constitution is all about. Why do we keep warning someone else to do what we need to be mobilized to do? And so I, I'm, I'm numb about it. I'm like Nate. I've seen death so much till it doesn't bother me. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. To a certain point, when it's home, close to home, I think about it, but I don't keep thinking about it. It's done. It's over. Nothing I can do about it. It's gone. It's finished. Okay? So we're in a a wall zone. We're in a wall zone. Nate went to Iraq. Not Iraq, but Afghanistan and these other places. I was over in Vietnam and other places. And being out here on the streets is a wall zone. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden now, everybody's up in arms. When all of this was going on or just starting, why didn't we get up in arms about it then? You know? 
We the people, once again, this is a people thing. We can discuss it. We can talk about it. We can mold over ideas and maybe solutions. But until we the people stop putting these same people back in Congress and the Senate, nothing, nothing is going to change. Look at what the Republicans are doing, and this man is sitting up there doing all this stupid stuff. Look at what the Democrats are doing. Nothing. The Republicans, nothing. Nobody. They run the country. So that's 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 just it is what it is. I don't like it, but I'm not gonna sit down here and get high blood pressure over it either. Because I've seen Nate, too much the to work. Nate, the thing that upsets me so much is you and I and others are very much aware of the fact that people kill the people they love by accident or on purpose more often than they kill anybody that is uh, dangerous to them related to crime. And you have the NRA and others pushing what we need is more good people with guns than bad people with guns. You know, what solves the problem of a bad person with guns is a good person with guns. But through the interim, the ones who are dying are your friends, your relatives, your sons and daughters, and your mothers and fathers because they're dying because they have they have a gun within reach. So why are we not advertising or got some kind of advertising truly explaining the evil of gun ownership and the danger of gun ownership? Had them crazy people had a uh, gun lock on that gun, they could have played with it all they wanted to. But the point is these stupid people don't understand the, the threat or the danger of playing with a gun, depending on you think it's called. It takes a lot of people don't even know the understanding of how much pressure is required to even fire a weapon. I don't even know. Okay, so when you so ignorant to the kind of pressure it is needed to pull the trigger, you're playing with something that can kill and kill quickly. Hmm. It's, it's, it's exactly, and you know, and the problem is, is that, um, you know, you never have enough good people, or, or I ain't gonna say good people. I'm gonna say responsible people, because you got a lot of responsible people that are not good people when it comes to weapons. Um, usually, a lot of times, stuff like this here is not gonna be no issue until it hit the people with money. You know, just like drugs and opium was not an issue until it started affecting their families. You know, until it's not affecting, until it start affecting with people in power. As long as long as it's not affecting uh, people in power, this is always going to be a, 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 a neighborhood problem. It's not going to be a worldwide problem, a national problem. Look at how they treated those kids at Douglas, uh, Stone Douglas, uh, at the high school. They went up to the state senate. They sent them there crying, 
you know, these are kids that what was what was that within a week away or two weeks out from uh, on one of the worst shootings in American history on the school grounds, and they just looked at those kids like, oh well, what the hell, and still voted the way that they were gonna vote it. It did not move them because they got money in their pockets. And two, right. and, and two, getting the, and, and some of this is not the NRA fault, but the simple fact of the matter is, it's I guarantee you, most nine times out of ten, that 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 that, that pistol they fired probably wasn't even a store bought pistol. They probably bought from the black market. It is so easy to get a to get a gun these days. You don't necessarily have to go on on, on to the store. I think once a month, right here at the Central Florida Fairgrounds, they're having a gun show. Once a month, they do. You know, I mean, it, 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 and it's crazy, and, it, and it's so easy to get to, to get a to get a gun. It's, it's it's not even. I was at church the other day. And I was I was amazed at how many people had guns in their cars. And they tell me, yeah, I got my gun in my car now. I'm like, we at church. We at church. Yeah. When I was in Iraq and Afghanistan, they told us we had to take our weapons in the church. But you know, that's a different story because we was getting hit and stuff. But we are here. It is to the point now that people have to feel that they have to bring their weapons with them. And as long as Congress not getting touched by this, or the Senate, or the House of Representatives, as long as it's not affecting them, then, like Reverend Smith said, we it's on it's on us. You know, it it, it is on us. If one lady can take pride of school, why can't we raise enough saying what well, they have to focus? It's on us now. Because like Reverend, I want to pick up what Reverend Silver said is that Reverend Silver says that it is to the point now that either we put up or shut up. That's that's where we're at now because this ain't the first tragedy. This ain't the first time somebody got asked and shot. It just it's just the first time that was on a video where everybody's appalled about it. That's the thing. This is not the first time and it's not gonna be the last time. That's why stuff like this here have to go nationwide. I wish there's a way that we can we, I can bootleg a satellite and put that video on on TV where everybody can see it. Because, like you say, you see cigarettes, is, uh, they're doing it. But look how long it took for cigarettes uh, to become a danger to us, for them to recognize it us. So at the end of the day, you know, like I said, I've I, I seen this before. And like I said, the soldier aspect of me, I mean, it, it's common. It, it, it's a common thing, unfortunately. But we have to get to the point now is that, okay, what are we willing to do? Not 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 what has to be done. What are we willing to do to make sure this stops happening? But as long as you got um um easy access to get a gun, whether it's legal or not, it's always gonna be a problem. Thank you. Reverend Smith, one of the things I'm trying to suggest is there are a number of people who are making the decision to buy a weapon each and every year. Now, you got people who going to buy guns no matter what because they say they're going to go hunting and they're going to do everything else, and that's fine. But we have people who don't know the true understanding and facts to their family of having a gun in their household. So I'm saying that we have an obligation to the general public to tell them the truth about what the possibilities are about having a gun in your house. 
you know, I was listening uh, the other day. You know about yard dart. You remember the, the term yard dart? Yeah. Well, yard darts were this game that you put these circles in your yard and you toss these darts up and try to get them into the circle. These things kill so many young children and stab so many young children that they were taken off the market because there was no way to make them safe and too many kids' lives were dying as a result. Now, if you can remove yard guards, some parents who, if they clearly understood the dangers of having weapons in their homes, would would think again about that. And I have thought a lot about purchasing a weapon and not purchasing a weapon and going, uh, moving forward uh, with getting one and not getting one. But every time I see something like this, it leads me to be understand that a weapon not handled properly or not respected is a weapon that can be used to hurt a family member more so than hurt somebody coming in your house. But that's not yeah. the information that is being gotten out to the general public. That's very true, James. And it's not going to get out to the general public because nobody's making a fuss about it. That's right. And like, like Nate said, until it hit the big house, hit the big house, even you watch, and I'm going to tell you how powerful the NRA is with just the voices of one or two people. When the senator was shot up there when they were practicing ball, now he's right back out there standing up for the NRA, okay? He's right. He got, this guy came on there and shot at all those citizens, and he's right back out there declaring for the NRA. So it's going to take more than 535 people to change this situation. Mm-hmm. We send those people up there to Congress and to the Senate, and that that's that, that's not all that we're supposed to do. We think after we send them up there, we're supposed to sit back now and just oh, we got it made because I was I was kind write your I ain't writing nobody. What you writing them for? You're just wasting your time. But they're not gonna do anything. These guys are not listening to you. We are gonna have to do just like those young people are doing. Those young people are going to get things done unless somebody stops them. Watch and see. They are trying already to stop them. They are trying their journeys to stop those kids. And we that are adults need to be right there with them every chance we get to try to hold them up, hold them up, and tell them don't give up. Because the people are not going to listen to our our old behind, but they don't have no, no kind of choice but to listen to those young people. So we 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 can we can advertise all we want to, but that's only advertisement. It wasn't the advertisement that changed smoking anyway. It wasn't showing. They're still showing that on television. 
with the woman that can't breathe and the man that had his leg, they still showing that. Nobody pay that no attention. People are still smoking. What changes is when it hits home. When it hits home. And when yeah. a vast majority of the people stand up. Nobody's standing up, James. Nobody's standing up. If we're going to stand up for that, why aren't we standing up for the good cops? Why aren't mm. we standing up for the good cops and the bad cops? Why aren't we going to the police department and telling them that we want y'all to get rid of all of this bad, bad eggs out of here? All the bad cops that you got running around out here killing people that you, that the courts have let go. Why aren't we doing that? But no, we just sitting back saying, oh, somebody, somebody going to do something about it eventually. So anyway, I, I'm, I'm numb to all of that myself. I've seen so much death and I don't like, I don't, that's why I don't like going to funerals. Mm. That's why I don't like being around foolishness. That's why I stay home. Because I'm like Nate. I know if I hear something thing behind me or around me or where, I ain't, it ain't going to be me that's going to go down. I'm sorry. I know that's I'm right. I'm a real child of God. But God don't want me to be nobody's fool. Okay, so we've got to we've got to come not just us, but it's got to be like these young people are doing. We the people, we the people, and that's that's far that's as much as I know. That's as much as I know. Until we do, Nate, we still, let me just say this: you know, we have to be insane. We have to be insane to accept thirty thousand people. Dying a year from gun violence. You talk about uh, the many uh, veterans who are killing themselves 22 a day. Some of them using guns. And what I'm saying to you, Nate, when we cry, when uh, we get in all kind of 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 um, emotional anger about uh, a mosquito. And the possibility of a mosquito breakout, and we were ready to spend millions of dollars for that. But we have an epidemic because of social behavior that's causing the death of 30,000 people a year, but we choose not to go after it. What Reverend Smith said might be right. Maybe a commercial didn't make a difference. But there are some people who did change the direction of their lives because of those commercials. There are some people who did change the direction of their lives because the state sued the um, the the tobacco industry. And so I'm saying to you, when I look at these videos, this is not just me saying, okay, this one video uh, is a problem. It's because there are many videos like that one, and I had to search through a bunch of them to find the one that I wanted. So I'm saying to you, you can't tell me that it would make a dip, would make a difference if our society was bombarded.
that were caused by careless guns that some families would decide or opt not to have a weapon. But you have the NRA saying good people, uh, bad people get killed by good people with guns. That's their motto. So now we're going to let that motto be okay and circulate around people, encourage them to buy weapons. You want to solve a bad person with a gun, get a good person with a gun. And that's encouraging the people to buy weapons. Why don't we have a commercial that says, don't allow your child to commit suicide with a gun you two bought? Don't allow your child to be killed by accident or shoot one of their friends by accident with a gun that you bought. Why can't that be the message? Because a lot of people are killed that way as well. And you're absolutely right. Um, um, a friend of mine, her her, um, her nephew was killed by her son years ago, well, accident with a pistol. And um, but the reason why a lot of this stuff is not going to come there because the government's not going to let it. Um, I don't know if you remember that movie Traffic with Michael Douglas and um, Don Cheadle was in it. Michael Douglas was a drug czar and everything, and um, he and um, he didn't really get involved and wanted to push to do something with drugs until his daughter got uh, got addicted to drugs. And that's what this is, this is going to take for is it's going to have to be an epidemic of the big house getting flooded when it, when it, when it, when it, when it comes to these accidental shootings or purposeful shootings and stuff like that, because they're going to control their, the problem is that they're, they're trying to control what we can do and how much we can do about it. And that's the problem right there. And we let them to, letting them control. One of the uh, anchors, I think it was uh, CNN or MSNBC, uh, and I got, got in a little trouble this past weekend because she was talking about one of the uh, uh, victims at the shooting in high school here in Florida. So what he did, he went on Facebook and, and found all her sponsors and asked all her sponsors to leave. And I think she had like 15 sponsors, I mean 17 sponsors. I think 15 out of 17 had, 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 had just deleted her right then and there. And that's what we're going to have to do, that kind of pressure. We're going to have to put pressure on and not accept the answers as being. Because the thing, like like, like, like Russell was saying before, was, um, you know, it's it's the old people, we just got to get out of the way. Just got to get out of the way and let, and, let, and let the young people take up the spike. Because they have the energy and the testosterone to do what needs to be done. And they won't quit. See when you get when you get up to our age and stuff like that, we'll eventually quit and leave it alone to us. Uh, ain't my fight no more and everything like that. That's the wrong attitude because it is a fight because that could have been that could have been my child, your child, my mom or anybody else, whether that happened or not. Because you got because you got idiots around around here now just firing weapons in the air. They don't realize when you fire a bullet in the air, it, it gravity is gonna bring it back down. So you still jeopardizing somebody's lives. But unfortunately, until it hits the White House. The Senate, when it start affecting one of those, then that's where it become an issue, because they'll want to control anything that we can do. Because you put that commercial on TV right now, that one, the very video that we seen right now, that is so highly inflammatory. They would do everything they can to make sure it would never make make it on air. So they want to try to do damage control, and that's the problem. That's right. Because a lot of the lot a lot of the politicians. They know what's going on. They get a red report every day 
about when we're losing yeah, our right. They get a report every day how many soldiers don't got killed. So you mean to tell me they don't know how many Americans right. getting shot up? That's what that what that that what that what the state attorney for. She the state attorney is supposed to be the highest lawman in the in the country. They know these things. They have all. If we could put a man on the moon, then we have an intelligence report on what's going on. They know. They they don't care because it's not affecting them. We have to get turn around and turn the tables on them and make them acknowledge it and make it affect them. Look, that would have been the president's wife that would have got shot like that. Oh, there'd have been a whole total issue then. Mm-hmm. And that's what, unfortunate. That's what it takes. These young, these teenagers, I like what they're doing because they are keeping up the heat. They might be losing a small battles, but if they keep it up, they will win the war. And we need to support them. Every, I wish this show, what you we're on right now, was was so nationwide, was on every TV or every radio that we can force people to talk about it. Force people not because they talk about good people with guns and stuff like that. Do you know how I many fools we had in the army that was carrying weapons that shouldn't have been carrying weapons? Telling good people, no. It was the thing is, were you gonna make a good choice with that weapon or not? Can anybody can have a bad day? No, no, no. They, 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 they trying to make this a good and bad thing. No, this is a dumb thing and a smart thing. If you're gonna do a dumb thing with a weapon or a smart thing with a weapon, but the problem with the weapons is they're too easy to get, just like drugs. It's too easy to get, and it's too much green involved. Too much green involved. Right. You mean to tell me that this much? president? You mean to tell me the president that we got in the office right now is not setting up deals for himself after he get out of office? Yes, he is. One hand scratches the other, James. It's always been like that until until America as a whole. Because even at work, I work at Universal Studios, they've been in the back room discussing the very same conversation right now, and they get it gets heated about conversations, what we having right now. Because nobody wants nobody wants, nobody wants to listen to the other side. Everybody always got to have the last say-so. And it's not about a say-so, it's about facts. The fact is, is that people are being killed by each other because guns are too easy to get to. And there's not enough strict gun laws, and, and the ones that they got, they're not enforcing them, and they're overlooking them, and there's too many guns on the black market. Thank you. Man. Andre, um, I just want to get you in here because I know that you are aware of what guns can do. And uh, the thing that I have a problem with is, is when I ran across this story, and these people are in their mid-20s, one of them has a child, and they're playing around with a weapon in their car. And I'm saying to the world, we need to acknowledge to people how many deaths are caused by people who are dealing with guns inappropriately so that you get a different sense of why you should not be carrying a weapon. But when we hide this information, just like the cigarette industry hid the dangers of smoking, we're going to continue to have high numbers of, of incidents of these people being killed because they don't understand the danger of a weapon being in your home, the danger of a weapon being in your car, and the danger of a weapon being in proximity of somebody who can't control their anger. Well, marvelous Monday to everyone. Uh, I did not get a chance to see the link, but just listening to the conversation, 
you know, you're absolutely on point. Um, we need to have more regulations that being held as it relates to what it takes to serve as the owner of a gun. And um, the gentleman that was speaking before, I think he's right on point. It's not that anyone uh, can't have a gun, but what choices you make when you have that ownership and that responsibility and what consequences are associated to help you sometimes make those decisions. Um, and he was also correct, until it becomes personal, uh, with a person being impacted, um, you know, things are going to continue to remain the same, unfortunately, just because of the money that's supported uh, with the NRA uh, and the power that goes along with that. Well, Andre, let me just share this with you. Uh, and I want you to go watch that video because it's important for you. you you've had a similar experience uh, when you went through your police uh, citizen police training. But I want you to understand that when I watched that video for the first time and I was looking around for stuff to talk to you guys about today, three friends are in a car playing with a gun and live streaming on Facebook uh, for some silly reason. I don't know who they were talking to, or but it was it, it was a game. Then finally, after playing with it for a few minutes, one of them says, "Oh, there's no clip in the gun." She chambers, she pulls the weapon back and puts a gun, a bullet in the chamber, not knowing that she did it. And I think she accidentally pointed it. I'm not sure she purposely pointed it or accidentally pointed it toward her friend and pulled the trigger. And once she realized what had happened, her and the other person in the back seat jumps out of the car and run, gets out of the car. He leans his head over with blood now running down on his shirt, and he starts to do uh, some groans that were probably not were were just automatic and not purposely. He's now on a ventilator. But the point being is we I believe that we need this is happening every day. Accidental shootings are happening every day. Why don't we have commercials that talk about accidental shootings of weapons so to get people more understanding of why a gun is so dangerous in the hands of people who are not fully trained to use a weapon. We kill 30,000 people a year, and like Nate said, 22 a day are veterans who commit suicide. Why are we not looking to try to change the public mindset dealing with weapons, when we're so ready to fight against mosquitoes that might come in our country. We're ready to throw millions of dollars at these mosquitoes that might kill somebody, but we're not dealing with the issue of people who are actually being killed every day. So, Nate, that is my argument. I'm just I'm just concerned why we, we, we're ready to fight mosquitoes, but we're not ready to fight ignorance amongst individuals, Reverend Smith. 
James, these people are not ignorant to the fact of any of this stuff. That's right. They are not ignorant to the fact of any of this stuff. I keep hearing you say that, but they are not ignorant to the fact at all. And as far as the uh, Zika mosquito, that mosquito was probably uh, let loose by one of the universities who was testing mosquitoes. And it got out of hand and it got away. I'm not sure, but usually when things like that happen, it happens by something, a mishap, just like it was with this shooting, if you if that's the way it really was. You never know whether or not that girl played around with that gun with the intentions eventually. Any nut knows if you I don't if she's twenty seven years old, they know if you put a bullet in the table and pull the trigger, it's gonna fire. Okay? So I'm I, I, as a cop I have to take a long look at the investigation on that. If she was white, she'll probably get away with it. But as far as advertisement, you see, you, you're constantly talking about, as long as the NRA is in charge of our country and guns, that's not going to happen. We have to change the people in Washington in order to change the mindset. We are here. We are here already know. They know, too. But they, those people don't want to go back home and work. They're already millionaires, but they want more and more money. They want more and more money, and, and they're going to keep trying to get more and more money. That's why they don't want to lose an election, because they know that the millions that they're going to make each year from taking money, it, 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 they don't want to lose that. So... It's just, I don't know. This is a question that I see as a total political question, and that is is anything that makes sense, James, is not politics. I mean, it's politics. Anything that makes sense is politics, because politicians don't deal with sensible stuff. They sell it out to the highest bidder. So that's just what I think. It's just amazing to me, Nate, that you know. Uh, again, I'm I'm a math major, and I just deal with numbers. And I believe that every life is valuable. And you got people right. who are killing their sons and daughters because uh, they walk in the house uh, at a different time than they expect them. Uh, there are all kind of accidental shootings are uh, happening across our country. And people believing they have these weapons to protect themselves from somebody who's going to break in. And you realize, you know, I know that the majority of people break in houses when they think, think nobody is there. Uh, very few people break in a house knowing somebody's in the house. And uh, right. and so, you know, a lot of these deaths, that are, those 30,000 deaths, are happening because people are depressed. And they got uh, they got a weapon close to them, or people are playing around with these guns. Uh, these are a large percentage of how these weapons are being misused, and we really need to, at some point, do a health. You know, we need to we advise the public of the dangers of having guns in your home, and you don't have a understanding 
of the damage that it can cause. Uh, you know, we've talked about a, a child, three and four and five years old, who reached in the mother's uh, pocketbook and shot her dead at the cash register because he reached his hand in her purse and, and played with her gun. And see, you know, you, you need to know that, listen, you're going into the store. There's no reason for you to have that gun in that store. So why don't you leave that gun in your car? See, and that's what I'm saying to you. There needs to be a, a training uh, that goes yeah. out across the country that gives the true numbers of people being killed accidentally and how to protect yourself from accidentally shot, being shot by your own weapon. You know, and I don't disagree, and I don't disagree with that because what you what you saying, in other words, then you have a public service announcement, and uh, and I don't I don't right. disagree with that because 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 you know even though we have the right to bear arms, we have to understand the safety in bearing arms, the consequences in bearing arms, and I agree with that one hundred percent completely. But again. The thing with that is, is that the NRA gonna look at that as discouraging towards what they towards what they trying to get done. Now I feel like the government will try to block that. I agree with you 100%. If we address this on a national level, such as public service announcements and everything, just like we do cigarettes and everything. Now, like now, Reverend was saying that people still gonna choose to do what they want, but at least that will be out there. At least that will be some type of deterrent or something something to get you to thinking about. Um, when it comes to dealing with uh, firearms or weapons or whatever you want to call it, there is a greater responsibility. And that's the thing nobody wants to talk about, the responsibility aspect of it. We've been spending so much time talking about the right and the amendment. We have not been talking about the responsibility of it. That's where we're failing at right there. But nobody want to talk about the consequences of it. They want to spend so much time to, oh, well, we, I have the right to bear arms, and nobody's debating that. That's not for the debate well, about about the right to bear, to bear arms. Do I think the Second Amendment need to be repealed and rewritten? Yes, just like some of these some of these dusty old laws need to be repealed. If you go back and check some of these other books on the uh, on the state of Florida and stuff like that, some of these laws do need to be rewritten. But those laws do not affect the pocketbook of the politicians. That's the problem. The Second Amendment does, and anything they feel like that's gonna get in the way with the, uh, that's gonna that's that that's gonna um, cause the uh, Second Amendment and their problems. That's gonna be an issue for them, and that's what we, and that's what we have to prepare to understand. People say why stuff's not getting changed. It's not that it can't get changed. It's that we're gonna face a lot of opposition because the NRA is smart at what they're doing. Their resources are strong. They don't put enough money in enough pockets. To stand their ground, that's why they're able to do what they do. Now, with same way they got resources, we got to come up with them same resources. And I hate to say it, but put money in them, some of them politicians' pockets and say, "Hey, enough is enough. We got we got to make a stand here because they need to be a commercial saying thirty thousand a year getting killed. Thirty thousand. That's a whole army division. Thirty thousand. That's a whole division being killed senselessly. But also, too, the thing we got to remember too. How many in those thirty thousand getting? What's the percentage in that thirty thousand that are minorities getting killed? That's a big question too, and that's a lot of the reasons why they're not going to be done about it. Because until I hate to say it, it become a white problem across the board. We still going to have that issue. Just like smoking became a white problem because people, white people, smoking just as much, just as much as any other nationality was. 
But until this becomes a white problem across the board, like opium was, is, that's why they want to do something about it now, because opium became a white problem across the board. Black people ain't doing opium. It's the white folks. So now it's an issue. What? That's what we got to do. We have to we have to make the we have to make this gun problem a white problem to get something done about it. Thank you, James. And Reverend Smith, I want to ask you this question here, you know, because it 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 is it, it, a problem for me. Most uh, chiefs of police uh, talk against the general public uh, walking around with guns, and one of the reasons is is because when you got a bunch of general people in general public walking around with guns, when the police come on the scene, they don't know who the perpetrator is. So True. you're going to have policemen have accidentally shooting uh, citizens who are trying to address the problem. Because when you see the gun come out and you see him shoot the perpetrator, you ain't going to know at that very moment that he was shooting the perpetrator. You just going to see somebody right. went down. And you're going to be yelling, drop your weapons. And you don't say drop your weapons to everybody, the perpetrator and the citizen. So it, is, it don't even make good sense for you to go on the scene and see the people got guns, one of them perpetrator and the rest of them citizens. But that has happened, James, on numerous occasions. For those of us who worked undercover, where we were almost mm. killed because we happened to be black and was out there trying to stop something from going down, and we had our guns out, and the police rolled up on the scene and pointing the gun at us and not the perpetrator. So that is another problem there. That's a, that's a whole other problem there, where the, the, the black undercover agent or the black cop in his, in his city, he's out there off-duty, and he happened to be carrying because we were required to carry our off-duty weapons. Mm-hmm. And the black, that cop rolled up. You the first thing, a first person, the guns are going to be pointed at. And no matter how you holler out, let me show you my badge and all this kind of stuff. And then suppose you're in, you're in the middle of a, a, a drug deal. You don't want the drug deal to go, it's going to go bad, but you don't want to blow your cover. It's it's very difficult, very difficult. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just know there's something that needs to be done and talking is not going to get it. Well, I just think that, the laws, the the interests of the general public needs to be taken into consideration, Nate. When you got these large numbers, it's like they want us just to forget. You have to really Google it to find out. There's nobody bringing to this forefront, but if you Google it, it is easily acceptable. But the day-to-day sharing... With the general public, how many people are dying across our nation and what categories they're dying in, this information is not being provided. And it would make people even more so want to have greater restrictions on guns. 
I don't think so. And well, one is not, it's not it's not it's not going to be provided. It's called damage control, and the government been doing this for years. They're not only going to let about a certain amount of information get out there because it's damage control. Whether they want to do it for keep keeping the uh, society calm, or they or, or they want to cause an outrage, the government been doing that for years. Like I said, they have the intel, they have the data, they they know these things. If we know it, with, with our limited resources. That's the government. They don't know it, but they're not going to put it out there for whatever reasons. They're not going to put it out there. You know, like I said, it's just about damage control, and it's not about offending those who put money in their pockets. And that's what this is all about. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, it'll be nice to have this information circulating, everything like that. But they're not going to allow it. The only way this kind of information is going to get out is we put it out there. Those teenagers put it out there and things like that and make it hard for them. The only way to affect this situation is to affect their pockets. Getting like like that like the um what that teenager did um the other day he went on Facebook and uh and when that um news anchor attacked him he attacked it back but he attacked it through the pocket. He asked the the sponsors to drop and that's what they did. That's how that's that's how this fight is going to be win. That's how it's gonna be. It's gonna be one with money because that's what we fighting against money, you know, money in their in their pockets. So we got to figure out a way to get that money out of their pocket. Because one thing about it, like like on my job, you start messing with my money, guess what? You got my attention now, and that's the only thing what? this is about. Because this thing was about lives. This thing would have been dealt with a long time ago, you know. But it's not about the lives. It's, it's about it's about the the economics of this. In the, in the politics, the politics goes the economics, and the economics go with the politics. And until we start putting the right people in there, not just putting the right people in there, holding them people accountable. When I mean by holding them accountable, like I said, don't write no letter, get their behinds out that first term. They ain't doing what they're supposed to be doing. Get their behinds out right then and get somebody else in there because this is going on too long. Because every, I ain't never seen a poll man in, in running for the Senate. I ain't never seen nobody um poll running for the president. I ain't never seen nobody poll running for the government. They all rich people who have no compassion or understanding what uh, at our level what we deal with. We deal with this on a daily basis because this is a war zone. Guess what? They don't live here. They can't they they can't co uh, coexist in the world that I live in. They don't know what it is, how it is to have PTSD and all that kind of stuff. Cause you know what? They ain't never went nowhere. I gotta sit in church looking over my shoulder. That should not have to be. Insure because you worry about a nut coming in in it, in the church. The pastor should not have to have a pistol in the pulpit because he's worried about somebody right. coming up in there. But 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 is as long as it stay at our level, it's because this is going to continue, unfortunately. And we have to attack the economics of this. We're attacking the amendment. It's not a, it's not the amendment issue no more. It's a money issue now. Once we get the finances and the resources to attack it the way it properly, then that's when change is going to come. We got to attack the money in this. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to come back and give everyone an opportunity to have their final word. Go. 
addressing that. At least we can do some about it on our level. I know in my household, I can control that. So that's what I'm worrying about. Uh, we can just do it at our level, then hopefully it'll build up. Thank you. Reverend Smith, your final thought for this evening? I'm like Nate um, saying, uh, James, God bless you for being, you're, you're very, you're like a little, you're like a big bear. You want to claw somebody up, you know? <laughs> and, and when you get all, when you get all hyped up, I just sit back here and smile at myself. Cause I don't get that excited anymore. Because I've seen too much, you know. I've seen too much, been through too much. But deep down in my heart, I still got that same love and desire to see tremendous change and a lot of this foolishness. We're talking about guns. But we also can talk about 45,000 that are killed by drunk drivers every year. We we can talk about those that intentionally killed. I think that's around 35,000 again. You know, so we got a lot of people that are killed through violence, unnecessary death. And to bring up the gun thing is one of the things that's been almost taboo about talking about. Because we do have... We do have um, TV commercials against drunk drivers. We have TV commercials against all kinds of other things, but we don't have any commercials against gun violence. And you're right. I do give you that. You're 100% right with that. And I thank God for the, for the way that we discuss it. I thank God for individuals like myself and Nate and you and Joyce and Cheryl and uh, um, uh, Kathy and all of the rest of them Especially D2 Wherever he skipped off to But I thank God for all of you And uh, I hope that Someday somehow or another We can get something going That will make a difference Because we have good ideals And good thoughts But we need to really Find a way To make a difference Otherwise Thank you Guys, you know, it's so important, again, you know, I'm always looking for things for us to discuss, and there's nothing more important to discuss than how to save our lives and the lives of our children and the lives of our young people. Uh, At the end of the day, this girl is going to have to spend some time in jail. This young man uh, will probably not make it off this ventilator, and it's going to be something that the young man who ran away is going to have to deal with in his head mentally for the rest of his life. We got to right. recognize that there are things that we have senseless tragedies have to be reduced. Uh, we're going to yes. have tragedies that we can't do nothing about because there are people bent on destroying themselves and destroying their families. But senseless tragedies, we have to try to put our best foot forward and uh, help the citizens of our country who just not bright enough to know how not to stumble on stuff that can get in their lives. And so I just think gun violence, uh, a gun tragedy when they are like this type uh, should be uh, dealt with by, uh, you know, just getting the word out of how dangerous weapons are. And just because you can afford one, 
doesn't mean that you need one. Now that's True. a good that's a <laughs> that's a good slogan, James. Just because you can afford one don't mean you need one. That's an excellent slogan. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. All right. So take care everybody. I'll see you tomorrow on Thoughts, Love and Reflection where we get to talk about what's on our minds, the things that impact the lives of people today and in the future. Thank you guys for your continued support, and I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you, guys. Thanks, guys. You too, Nate. Mm-hmm.